and welcome back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And we're here, as usual, to fix up tiny, tiny problems. Uh, before we get started, I've got a little one that I'd appreciate some help with. Oh. So I went to the shop today, did a big food shop. I was missing fruit, so I bought some bananas. Kind of fancied a banana, that's why I bought it. Went to eat one on the way here. Wasn't quite ripe. Okay. What, what is the point of buying something if it's not going to be ready? What colour was the banana? It was yellow. Was it yellow with a green top? That's the No, that's... it was It was full yellow. That's the thing. It was just on the cusp. So it was edible. I ate it. A okay. Particularly but it, was, it had a bit of crunch to it and that's never any good. Yeah, just slightly too crunchy. So How... what you're wanting to, to invent is an instant ripening device? No, just a Maybe. way to make sure you know 100% that it's ripe. Ah. Because yeah. the main thing with a banana more so than some other fruits is that once it's open, you can't close it again. <laughs> or how about we do that? Resealable bananas. Okay. Ziploc bananas. Velcro banana. Ooh. <laughs> we all went different directions. Interesting. Oh, neat. Yeah. Like That's little, why this works. A little heat gun to just... I, I think a little heat gun with molten hot glue might be a little more, more dangerous to carry around your person. Mm. Edible glue. There you go. That makes it better. That does exist. That's hot, true. Hot banana. Okay. Is that a thing? Is that anything? Yeah. <laughs> My dad, is there anything funny there? That, Someone! My that, dad always, always, always talks about hot banana. As soon as I cough or splutter or look slightly paler than usual, he's like, back in my day, I had hot banana. And I'm like, what? Okay. Does it mean something <laughs> different? I'm not sure, but he's, he's adamant that it fixes any ailment. I'm confident that hot banana is some kind of miracle tincture that he had back in the day, because a hot banana does not fix any problem other than, I don't know, I'm a bit cold and I, I want know. banana. You haven't heard his reasoning. Please. He mashes it, and that somehow changes the fundamental structure of a banana. <laughs> I mean, it does. If you mash a banana, it turns to basically glue. It's weird. It turns. Wait. Oh, wait. So we come full circle. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we use hot banana to glue back together the already existing unripe banana, and okay, then leave cool. it to wait, and then the hot banana will help influence the not ready banana to be better. So you're saying buy a banana, bring a backup and a blowtorch. <laughs> yes, cool. exactly that. Ban right. Banana, backup, blowtorch. It's a three B yeah. system. There we go. Always remember your three Bs. Banana, Keys, backup, banana. Pocket, banana, backup, banana. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that. Will, will that do you, sir? That's fine. Yeah, that's all I needed. I have to admit, I find it reprehensible that you're using your own power to fix problems in your life before mm. we've helped others. I don't know. It's quite nice to get that immediate feedback. If you think it's actually a fix, then maybe that means that train of thought we're on is actually going to help other people. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I was on the way here and I was like, ugh, oh, if only there was a way to fix this. If only there was another way. If only there was somewhere I could get some advice. And that's when we come in for other people as well. If you ever want to hashtag us, First World Solutions on Twitter. Oh my God, you're getting masterful at these PR segues. There you go. <laughs> Here's my card. Just, I'm sliding it across the table. I was going to say, people reach into their pockets and there is just your card in there. There we go. We're good. We're not that good. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Give us in two the meantime, more weeks. let's move on to helping some other people. Who'd like to go first? Oscar, Tom? Okay, so this we'll stick on the food-related thing. This okay, is an incredibly cool. niche problem. Uh, this comes to us from Mary Mary seventy seven on Reddit. Thank you, Mary. Uh, and she says, "I love the way pickles taste, but I rarely eat them because they're so squeaky." Squeaky. Weird way to describe food, but I know what she means. Right. Yeah. Immediately. Uh, only other thing I can think of that's squeaky food-wise is halloumi, which I get the whole thing of like the flavor part of it is nice, but the squeaky bit on the edge of your teeth not so nice because. You think of that before you think of the good thing. Always, so, yeah. Mm. I totally get being put off by that feeling. We need some way for her to eat pickles without squeaking them. So my immediate train of thought was pickle silencer, but I'm not really sure how an attachment works on mm. food. Like Maybe that. it's not an attachment to the food. Maybe it's an attachment to your teeth. 
a pickle silencer in your teeth. So it's the two textures, shiny pickle against, I guess, slick teeth. Yeah, that that's what causes the squeak. That creates a squeak. So, so you're saying soften up those teeth. Maybe like make the teeth coarse. Rubber teeth? No, because no, that would right. be even more squeaky. That's way squeakier. You need the opposite of rubber. What's the opposite of rubber? Wood. Felt. Oh, I don't want wooden prosthetic <laughs> teeth in my it mouth. It worked for George Washington. <laughs> if it's good <laughs> enough for what? old George, it's good enough for you. Pickle. Was he a famous pickle devourer? Well, no. Just, well, maybe he would have been <laughs> thanks to his wooden teeth. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're confusing, you know, cause and... What's the other one? <laughs> pickles. Cause and pickles. Maybe you're confusing cause and pickles. That it's famous Jane Austen novel. <laughs> pickles and pickle ability. Pickles and, pic- pickles and prejudice. <laughs> she was obsessed. She couldn't stop. I mean, she didn't even write that one. That's the best part. Mm. I think my favourite book was definitely just Pickle, which was her riff on Emma that she did later on. It was, it was not great. We got any more? Or is that it? <laughs> I think I think that's uh, out of my system now. Yeah, it's been too it's many years truth. since I did English literature. I don't have any more jokes. Truth University acknowledged that a man with a good fortune must be in hunt of a pickle. Is that it? <laughs> I think near enough there. Something I think like that. so. Yeah. I've seen that in cross stitch before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen it on an old lady's quilt. Yeah, always old with the cross stitching. It? It's not a young man's game. Hmm. Could be, though. Maybe we need to rebrand. It's due a revival. Okay, yeah. right. Let's swing this question hard left. Mary, you fixed it. Wooden teeth. Fine. Let's rebrand cross-stitching yeah, for yeah, a modern age. Yeah, yeah. from the pickles. Think about it. Cross, that's an angry manly word. Stitch. Also, the, Sounds angry if you don't know what it means. The, the, the sh- <laughs> I'm going to stitch you up. You're going to be cross because I've stitched you up. And then you just hold up one of those little circles with a flower on it. I, I quite like that idea of using cross in another connotation because let's have a look at another craze that has been firmly planted in the too much masculine energy kind of area. Okay. Cross fit. Ooh, so, cross fit, cross stitch. Yeah, exactly. So you've had stitching, get, get used to cross stitching. So you like kind of get shirtless. So they just and <laughs> put you in a room with a load of fabric and they say, we want messages on these tops through any means necessary. Yeah, absolutely. You okay. just like, it doesn't matter what you stitch with. It could be like an enormous two by four and a ladle, but you have to just get it in together somewhere. It's just pumping Ramstein into this room with some <laughs> dude with a knitting needle just pummeling through a sheet of iron. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right, yeah. Cross stitch, like in the same way that CrossFit uses things like giant tires and like kegs to work out instead of that kind of thing. Instead of using thread, we use whatever material we can find grappling hook <laughs> bow and arrow guns leg le- leg, <laughs> leg. <laughs> i made you a lovely quilt out of gun and leg <laughs> this is my gun leg quilt you can't throw that out it's got so many memories <laughs> that's, that's for your baby i made that for you it's <laughs> a homemade gun leg quilt one of a kind i also think that uh the crosses in cross stitch look like x's and x is the first letter of if you spell extreme wrong. <laughs> so that's that's good. Oscar Lydiard, head of PR, cross-stitch industries. Extreme, zoom out, it's cross-stitch. <laughs> it's cross-stitched in. Okay, it? so yeah, it's literally, it's spelt X-stitch, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. then it's a rebrand. And therefore you don't have any of the stigma attached to old cross-stitching. Is there a way we can spell stitch more that's wrong? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, put a slash instead of, a dash instead of an I. Or a one. Yeah, one's good. Get cross on that. to wunch. <laughs> cross to wunch. The new craze. Cross, cross to wunch. Cross, cross to wunch. Croissant is basically what you're trying to say. Cross to wunch. <laughs> cross to wunch. Hot oh, and croissant. Are you going to go to cross to wunch later? Fresh, fresh out of the oven, cross to wunch. 
I did, oh, so I got a 6 a.m. spin class, and I'm gonna be working, then I'm meeting Melissa for lunch. Then afterwards, me and Jane, we're gonna go to Crosswatch, and we're just gonna go and <laughs> we're just gonna go and shoot each other in the leg for a while. Cool. So now we finished our Crosswatch session, and uh, Mary Wooden Teeth. Mary, Mary Wooden Teeth, Mary, uh, for I've the last wor- time. I've worked up such a hunger from the crosswatching. <laughs> I desire a pickle, but no squeaking for me. Take out my regular teeth, put in some wooden ones. You have to take out your regular teeth. <laughs> By any means necessary. <laughs> Once you've you have cr- to stitch out your regular teeth. Yeah. Maybe you could stitch some new teeth. <laughs> Maybe you yeah, you go to Crosswatch to get your <laughs> to get your, your pickle eating teeth. Yeah, like go around the circles like what are you making? I'm writing a message for my mother. It's like I'm d- I'm doing a, a call to arms. I'm making rose. pickle teeth! <laughs> On his own in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Gary. (laughs) Sure. I don't like the squeaking. We looked forward to seeing them, Gary. Pickle teeth. (laughs) Uh, There you go, Mary. Sorry, that's what you wanted, right? So very welcome. Shall we move on? (laughs) We should. Oscar, you got something to get us away from pickle teeth? I do have something, and I think if we've already gone into the food lean, I've got another lean for the we're food. Leaning, we're tripling down on food. Triple down. Beautiful. Speaking of, you guys have seen the double down has come out, right? Oh, it's 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 here. It's finally here. What F- is that? A film? It's, oh no! I mean, it's so much better. It's uh, so in your mind, picture a chicken burger. The component parts: burger bun, bottom chicken, burger bun top. Okay. Remove the buns. Okay. And replace them with chicken. Then remove the chicken in the middle, keep all the fillings, and then that's the double down. Yep. Chicken becomes bread, bacon becomes chicken, you become, well, dead, really. You become very large. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, they, they had this in America, I think, roughly about eight or nine years ago. No, I... And it became I, a mainstay. I tried it um, when I went out. Uh, no, God, it must have been eight yeah. or nine years ago. Literally, Sorry. It was when I was about 16, 17. Yeah. Are we talking... Uh, grilled chicken or fried chicken? Oh, fried chicken. Okay, because K- I was going to say it would be carb-free otherwise. KFC are the ones doing shame. it. So, but well, when I tried it, they didn't get rid of the piece of chicken in the middle. So it was <laughs> crispy chicken on the outside, regular chicken on the inside, crispy chicken on the outside again, and then with like cheese and bacon well, this in the middle is, of it. This, that's no longer a sandwich. What you've got there is just three chicken. Yeah, three chicken. <laughs> you've just got a, you've just got a chicken stack. This chicken's good, but it's only one. I want more, but I don't want to have like... If I you want put a bigger bu- chicken. If you, I, I want it to be the same size, but I want two more chicken. I haven't eaten fast food in a long time. I'm willing to go back to my old ways just to just to put this in me. Frankly, I'm willing to try it. Mm. I mean, I could I could just go ahead and just pour a big old bag of salt and oil down your throat. That would probably get you the same kind of yeah feeling. more efficient. More revision, but it doesn't have the wonderful collapse. Less messy, I think. Less psychologically damaging, and that's the real appeal, I think. Because at any given point, someone could watch you eating one. Mm. True. That's, it could damage my reputation forever. You can't unring that bell once you see someone eating a chicken sandwich minus the sandwich, just with another bit of chicken. So quadrupling down on food. <laughs> quadrupling down on food. This one comes from Dan Madden, or Danchez, XXX, on Twitter, who says... My one regret this year is not stocking up in chocolate in Dusseldorf. Okay. Is there some particular <laughs> angle of Dusseldorf chocolate that, that it's famed for? Well, I feel like German chocolate in general, not to, you know, paint with a broad brush, but is, is finer. <laughs> you chocolate racist. I'm a chocolate racist. That's just who I am. But it's, it's a finer quality and specific taste, I suppose, comparative to our lame chocolate well okay but i i understand where he's coming from that he bought lots of fancy chocolate when he was out in dusseldorf and now wants to get that sweet 
feeling back but doesn't have it mm. so what so he wanted to buy in bulk basically but unfortunately you know travel restrictions prevent this you come back with three suitcases full of chocolate they're going to assume that there's something in the wrappers that isn't chocolate yeah so this is the thing we can't fix this for Danchez. he's made his bed but he has brought this problem to us so that yeah. we may help the world this is a psa like yeah for anyone thinking of going to dusseldorf yeah maybe you said not too much chocolate in your suitcase yeah what if your suitcase was chocolate Interesting. I mean, people have got enough of a problem and suspicion about baggage handlers as it is. I don't think making your suitcase <laughs> edible <laughs> is going to... Yeah, people, cut, it comes off the line. It's like, oh, I'm pretty sure someone jimmied my lock and had a look inside. My, my, my underwear's in a different place. It's, someone's taken a bite out of my case. <laughs> Half my case is missing. It's covered and in tooth marks. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the case. Uh, I mean, I like where your head's at, I mean, though. Making about, more things chocolate is a better way of doing it. What about if the outside was like steel but then everything inside was common steel. suitcase material yeah well, so we're, we're talking kind of like a kinder egg scenario where the outside is milk and the inside is white but the outside of this is simply steel yeah and the inside is is it's steel chocolate milk white <laughs> steel milk white then clothes <laughs> now if it gets hot on the plane then that is just going to make you have lots of chocolatey clothes <laughs> okay so it's steel ice <laughs> milk steel, white milk white steel clothes <laughs> Ice. It's a chocolate vacuum. So what basically <laughs> okay. what you're doing is you're you've got a hatch on the top of the suitcase you pour liquid <laughs> chocolate into and then yeah, it, well, it sets like it a sets. mold. Yeah. yeah, it's like a mold and then when you finish your journey you pop off the top layer and then somehow how do you get the how do you get the chocolate all off in one piece? You just eat it. Maybe it's got like a hinge that's padlocked or something, you can open up the front casing and it just falls out. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, I like that. Or you can support it down so it doesn't shatter everywhere. This would be nice, actually. You'll make... Um, I don't know if you've ever been places where they have, like, sand, coloured sand. And yeah. you can buy bottles a mold, buy a bottle, yeah. and then you make your own colour of patterns. Yeah, yeah, I know it. They could start that up in Dusseldorf and do, like, your chocolate. before The day before you leave, you bring your empty suitcase <laughs> You in. bring your clothes, you bring all of your belongings. Clothes. You're all packed, but you, your little lid's open, ready to have various colours of marbled chocolate poured <laughs> in. And then when you get home, you can get, look, this is my souvenir. From Dusseldorf, it will be gone in a day. It's a big chocolate <laughs> egg half. Well, okay, you've 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 said there that it will be gone in a day. What other things could we apply this method to, which you can legally travel with? Sand. <laughs> I'm gonna sand need, and chocolate sorted. I'm gonna need you to landlock Germany, famed for its sand. <laughs> yeah, not. Ah, yes, the beaches of Berlin, how I remember them well. What else can we do in chocolate just to make sure? I mean, obviously you could do it with... Well, you can't do it with alcohol because that won't solidify and therefore it's illegal to travel with it. So mm. it has to be something that will harden when you pour it into the flap. Okay. Or something that's already fine grain. Yeah. Like flour. That'll okay, probably look like so, so oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, nothing that resembles cocaine either. I mean, chocolate's a safe bet. If you were doing this, as long as you don't do this with white chocolate, then people aren't going to assume that it's just a big block of something. What about um, hundreds and thousands? <laughs> I wonder if there is a country that's famed for their hundreds and thousands. Poland? <laughs> Why Poland? You can't prove it isn't. <laughs> I, I, I think that might be that. So basically any kind of sweet cake goods we're pretty much sorted for. Yeah. Or like milk duds, like those little um, yeah. chocolate buttons. Is it possible that in the, if this system goes unnoticed long enough, you could maybe sneak back a large amount of currency? Mm. Maybe they're ready for us. Yeah? Because I feel like they've already, you know, put, put the clamps on currency going about. <laughs> the currency clamps. The currency clamps are down on those <laughs> sweet euros. 
Hmm. Where are we? I've we're in Dusseldorf now. We're in Dusseldorf, trying okay. to escape. With Sorry, some, uh, <laughs> with with some sweet white chocolate and what some I, money. What I love about this, though, is that we've got our solution. We've got our smuggling solution, but we don't have anything to smuggle. <laughs> yeah, we've smuggled precisely one thing. We're satisfied, and now we have to try and find a new way I of doing it. I feel like we've been hired, but turned up to the wrong board meeting. <laughs> Tell them, like, all right, what are we put in? I don't know. You just got here. Like, <laughs> what? I guess you could take these files. <laughs> maybe we were going to email them, but I, I, if you're offering, we could, I guess we need a cup of tea. Maybe it's like a Ooh, sitcom. It's, it's well, it's, it's like a sitcom where the character turns up and like the scene just cuts to, and that's the plan. What plan? You just came in here and said that's the plan. We need something else. Tea leaves. Where are you going with that? Someone said tea leaves. I said tea leaves. <laughs> I, I said ooh, tea leaves. That's as far as I got. Okay, yeah. so I mean, they, they could work. <clears throat> they could still be mistaken for little drug packages, though. I think <clears throat> you'd still get searched. What we've basically invented is. Is rather than a suitcase with a false bottom, a suitcase with a false suitcase? A suitcase with a false shell. Yeah. A suitcase yeah. within a suitcase. A kinder suitcase. I mean, it's brand yeah, appropriate. But, but the surprise is your own clothes. Maybe we... Ooh, maybe we just cut out the middleman and partner with kinder. I mean, they've got the tech. Have you... I When I was younger, I got one massive kinder egg as an Easter egg. Oh, my God, they I exist. never saw it again. <gasps> To this day, I'm not sure if I just dreamed it, like a chocolate fever dream, but it was amazing. I need it now. It, the toy was like four inches tall. <laughs> the, to- the toy was the size of me and... It was crazy. Um, so yeah, maybe we just get them to, you know, turn on the old machinery. Crank <laughs> Fire up, up the engines again. Another 50, 60%. That'll hold your clothes and we just, yeah, we partner with Kinder. That brings it official. Okay. Brand artists will be expecting it. That's true, and in all fairness, no nobody in Germany is going to be angry. Kinder is a you know household name over there. Yeah, Sorted. it's it's like you know popular export. Their eggs, <laughs> they've been flying them out on ships. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, Worry, never, I'll never confused forget. as to why they're not getting anywhere. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I saw the Kinder flying airship going overhead, <laughs> knowing the Kinder carrier, <laughs> the Kindenberg. <laughs> 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 okay, so, ooh, that's got no. Oh, no, he's got uh, another one. No, just, no, just stop, stop please. <laughs> don't sully it. Wait, wait a yes and. It's perfect. No, you can't. You, you, you don't want a blimp made of chocolate. <laughs> oh no, I'm fi- I'm on board with the chocolate blimp. I just don't think there's anywhere to go from there. Okay, have we solved this? I think we solved this. Yeah. What we've said is, yeah, partner with Kinder and we'll make the equipment necessary to transport chocolate out with any any extra things needed. Okay, yeah. And that's all there is to it. I think so, yeah. Kinder, we'll, we'll be in touch. Cool, give us a call. Right, I am I think we've had enough of food for just a minute. Yeah, all right, take us somewhere else. I've got a great one, which comes with a picture submission, which I'll show you in just a second. Uh, this comes from Reddit. It's uh, user AL666IN. Don't know how to say that, so I'm not gonna try. Alson. Well, there you go. <laughs> now I know how to say it. Um, <laughs> They've put in a picture submission. It says, The water in my infinity pool evaporated by just a couple of inches, so now it just looks like a regular pool. And they've attached the picture. It's just peeping over the top. Oh, yeah. So it is. The thing is with an infinity pool is the whole idea is that there's this fine line between sky and the pool. There's nothing to break the immersion. As soon as it evaporates just a little bit, you've wasted your money. Yeah. That's just a pool. You might as well be sitting in a puddle. You moron. This is your fault. Um, okay, so how the fuck do we fix this? I mean, we can't just have more water on tap. Where does pool water come from? Is it a hose? It comes in through the vents. <laughs> coming out the walls. <laughs> coming out of the damn vent. 
<laughs> I don't really know. I don't have a pool, Infinity or otherwise, so I don't know the... Uh, my only experience has been with paddling pools or those big blue kind of cylinders yeah. that you fill up yeah. with a hose. This is the thing. I always feel a little bit... Uh, shafted by this because in Britain <clears throat> having a pool in your back garden it's very 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 rare it's yeah. reserved for the incredibly rich mainly because we get about two days a year where we can use it so just having a recreational family pool doesn't mm. exist in the America it's like every house the thing with infinity pools as well is that you need quite a lot of height you do in order to have the illusion have the effect so you've then got you know cross-reference of people who can afford pools plus people who can afford big old buildings. Very, very, very tall buildings. Or penthouse suites or whatever. People that people whose hearts are set on an infinity pool but don't have the, the ground for it, so effectively all they have is a very big aquarium. The people that are going to have these pools are not going to be object to spending money. So either yeah. we don't have a money solution and it's going to have to be a bit more ingenious, or we throw we, money at it until We just it's fixed. keep on just spending and spending until something gets there. I, I like the idea of being a bit crafty. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier how the infinity pool is um, at its most effective when you can't tell where the water meets the sky. Yeah. So we know the water's fallen short. Mm. Can we think of a way to extend the sky hmm. and bring that meeting line lower? You've got common tricks to the eye like mirrors exactly so you're if, on my wavelength if you mirror the inside of the pool or have them set up on the what's your idea with what about one-way mirrors that's what i was thinking so if you're in the pool you can see out but obviously that's a bit of a security risk a bit of a privacy risk so on the outside people can't see in i think that could work i mean i don't the illusion isn't for people outside of the pool, though. It's for you inside it. Yeah, so yeah. you'd be able to see out if you're inside the pool. So it would look like the sky doesn't stop. It just keeps going but gets wetter. <laughs> ah, wet sky. I, I got nothing there. That, that, that would be the one. Um, okay, well, that's one option. Swim in an ocean of sky. Man, that's... That's beautiful. So it's right? beautiful lyric I've ever heard. Just needs notes. And uh, the rest of them. And it's basically done. <laughs> And it's a hit song. You could tell you're a musician. That was the most technical breakdown I've it ever needs... seen in a creative process. Okay, here's, here's, for everyone listening that doesn't know the process, here's what you do. You get a, a line like that, and then you put a bunch more stuff on it, and then song. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Our hit new musical about infinity pools. Yeah. Now, you've said about the illusion of uh, making the sky seem like it's closer, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I think an easier way to do it, well, not easier, but more practical. Well, not more practical, but, but a... But a <laughs> well, Another yeah. way. A way. You're familiar with pufferfish, right? So, I mean, it seems really common, but I didn't really think that a pufferfish inhaled water. I thought it was blowing itself up with air when it got its big. <laughs> but that doesn't make any sense because there's no air underwater. But yeah. anyway, when a puffer fish is getting big, it's just filling itself up with air. Because a video came out this week of a guy watching a puffer fish deflate and it just, just was expelling this crazy amount of water from its mouth. So I think if you are going into an infinity pool with this amount of water, it allows for any displacement off the edge of it, spoiling the illusion. You can just expend some and then it will bring the level back up to the top. So you want to keep adding more people to displace it more i mean yeah Ooh, actually yeah tell you what like you doesn't even need to be people you just need mass in that pool right okay so you have an emergency series of bricks that you can drop to the bottom of the pool and however much is missing is however many little bricks you put on maybe that's too easy though maybe we need a hot air balloon and ballast 
<laughs> I mean, that does sound more like us. It's like you have a house party. It's like, can we go in the hot air balloon? It's like, no, that's just for the pool illusion. <laughs> that's that's just to make you feel a bit more relaxed when you're it's, swimming. It's an infinity peripheral. Don't worry about it. Okay, I, I like I like hot air balloon and ballast. One minor change because mm-hmm. uh, the image will now not leave hot my head. Ballast. I mean, also hot ballast. But can we make the hot air balloon in the shape of a pufferfish? Oh yes, that's good. And then it can expel ballast from its mouth. Yes. I like this. I wanted to add mass to the pool because I think if you're hosting as well a party, you want your pool to be at its best. Yeah. As soon as word gets out that your infinity pool's lost its illusion, that party's going to die Yeah, instantly. We've all seen it happen. I mean, my, my only other option involved a lot of non-disclosure agreements. <laughs> People coming <laughs> well, to the, the moment- pool party be like, do you want to get in the pool? Yeah, you can. You can't get out again until everybody gets out and you leave and I turn the lights off. God, the skylights. Can you imagine that? The displacement when everyone gets out of the pool. It's going to look so sad. Yeah, that's why we turn them Are you facing pitch black. From, yeah. <laughs> pitch black, sackcloth over the head. Yeah. <laughs> Punch them a couple of times in the stomach. Sorry, them. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Throw a couple of puffer fish at them and then get the fuck out. <laughs> I've been going to these puffer parties for years. This is the worst I've yeah, been I treated. Like, I really like puffer party, but I think it should be the hot air balloon. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just because it looks funniest as a hot air balloon. Always. Those big shocked eyes. You know when you go to a a birthday party, someone's like, which house is yours? Oh, it's the one with the balloons on. I mean, it is. It's the one with the balloon on. Yeah, you don't need more than one. If you got text from your friend saying, look out for the balloon, you're not going to be wondering which one you need. (laughs) Absolutely not. There's a really big one there, but what if he's talking about a different kind? (laughs) So your pool parties have to become puffer pool parties. Yes, but I mean, that's a small sacrifice to make. If anything, I say we've improved your pool party. There you go. Sorted. You're awesome. welcome. Shall we? Let's try for a quick fire, and then we can move on to our solutions. Of the okay, let's do that. Okay, I've got one here. Did I do the last one? No, no I didn't. I did. It was the pool with the... That whole question we just did. Yeah. This one comes from Gags. That's Gags2011, <laughs> who says... What's <laughs> a prime year for Gags? Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the heady days of 2011. An excellent vintage. <laughs> who says, two cold calls at the same time. One on mobile, the other on landline. Didn't know which one to put the phone down on first. Make them talk to each other. Ooh, I like that. It, I think that's a much simpler solution because then they get uh, they get a lot more fun at work. You mm. get to laugh at it. And at the same time, you're not inconvenienced in the slightest. You can just leave him. And I worked in a call center really briefly. And one of the main things they tell you on day one is you're not supposed to put the phone down first. Yeah. You're supposed to let the, the person you're calling put the phone down first because if you put it down, it could be conceived as rude as if being rude was an issue for calling someone out of the blue unsolicited if you so if you go on this thing of putting them on with each other number one they're both going to be hyper pleasant phone manner hi we're here to talk to you about this and like they'll be really pleasant and easy to listen to and they won't call them out they because the awkwardness means they won't call out the other one like are you a cold caller too yeah but, but yeah because they're being recorded that's depends, true i think whoever breaks first <laughs> Shows themselves as the more amateur cold caller. That's true. It's uh, th- can we uh, can we make this a sport? Maybe. Can we have cold calling championships? The cold call tournament, the CCT. Yeah, I'd like that. The because, CC Open. <laughs> because there's a whole range of stats with cold calling. You've got charisma. You've got emphasis. You've got persistence. Technical knowledge. You could have it like like fucking like scorecards, like boxing. You could like like height, reach, weight, advantage. It's all those stats, but just like yep. oh, he's mm. going into a tough battle here. Uh, John's been rated 94 for charisma, but has been falling flat on his uh, small talk points, which is down to 86. He mm. might be able to find him in the clinch there. I think. Yeah, I think I, th- I really like that. I mean, how do you hook it up nice and smoothly? Do we do an app? 
on your PC or something. What where it automatically redirects any cold calls to another person so who's like doing the same thing. That forms them back in. Yeah, I itself. think if you feed in, because I I don't know what happened, but I've obviously my number's gone up on a list somewhere mm. where every week I'll get one or two of these unsolicited you may be eligible for PPI and like kind of not a real you know, they're always asking for Jonathan Cake as well. Jonathan Cake. Yeah, I don't Jonathan know. Jonathan Cake. I don't know what I did. Uh, what I signed William up to. William Dunsmore. Oh, you <laughs> William that Dunsmore. was like a two-year saga of my that, life. <laughs> they, he haunted you because he I changed numbers and he was still. <laughs> and I think the worst thing is it wasn't like William Dunsmore. You've won this, or William Dunsmore. Congratulations on this. It was always William Dunsmore owes us a lot of money. Call us immediately. <laughs> this is your final warning. You just, you. You just answer the phone. Go, must suck to be William. Dunsmore right now. <laughs> this is kind of a perfect system, in all honesty, because then not only will cold callers... Like, cold calling companies will want to get in on this, right? Yeah. Because it's improving their image. It's also toughening up their workforce. And at the same time, we can then make oodles of money televising this. Yeah. So I'm thinking an app on your computer that takes all the sources, redirects. Maybe yeah. your phone as well. You At the moment, we've got, you know, green for answering, red for hang up. Yeah. Or maybe now the orange button. For oh, for CCT. to CCT. And if you get lots of calls from the same number, despite, you know, ending them, if you hang up lots and you keep getting repeat calls, you know that that particular centre or person that's calling is persistent, so they can be your number one contestant. <laughs> you can, like, rank the people that call you. I, I for instance, get an 0857 number that calls me pretty much once a week. Mm. I'll always screen it, but if I knew that there was a way to enter 0857 into this tournament... Into this yeah. death match. Then, XP. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd gr- grind him through all the low-level, you know, charity fundraisers. Yeah. This is this has suddenly turned into Pokemon, and I love it. Yeah, you This got- is great. You're, you're no longer just, like, submitting these two people to battle. They're your people. Yeah. Now, hang on. If we call it, like, Pokemon... If we call it Cold Call Pokemon, we're going to get sued. Okay. What's a Sue-friendly name for CCT? I mean, to be fair, Digimon managed to get away with it. <laughs> That's pretty close to the bone. Yeah. Um, let me think. Talkamon. Talkamon? Talk- I mean, they're not monsters, though. They're people. Talk-a-men. I don't know. I've worked in a call yeah. centre. I can tell you yeah. that some of them are not people. I like Talkamen. I had Talkapeep, which is not talk-a-men. quite as good. Talkiemen. Talkiemen. Because they are, they're, you know, they're Talkiemen. No, Talkman. Like Talk-a-men. a Walkman. Oh, no, that's another legal that's battle. So- Sony will be on our we- back. Yeah, oh, we can't shit. just choose another product name. <laughs> We're just gonna get. <laughs> Can we call it Tony's Talkman? Yeah. <laughs> Talk Donalds. Um, How about Tony Las Talks Vegas Pro Talking Three? <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> American Talkland. How about just Talk Hero? Talking Dead. Well, no. <laughs> talk to your dead. Something along those lines. It's like it's a to the death talk match. Mm. Like we need a what? What have you got? Game of Phones. Oh, you talk or you die. <laughs> <laughs> Perfection. Game of Phones it is. Because yes, HBO definitely won't be after us. That's not a hot property or anything. No, they're like, they're cool with all of it. <laughs> I was going to say, we were too afraid of Tony Talks Pros Talker 3, but Game of Phones is fair game. Yeah. It's pretty underground. I don't think that, I think you're overestimating how many people know about that. It's pretty And niche. then it's nice because it shortens to GOP and I can't think of any organisations that yeah, go by that. Not a single one. The GOP. No, those GOP. letters don't seem right In charge right of the together. free world? No. No. Don't think so. No, no, that doesn't ring any bells. Doesn't ring a bell. No. Okay, cool. So I, I think, I think that's it. Game of phones. Pit your call centre people against each other. Level them up. Evolve them even. Oh God. What, just Terry is evolving? 
Terry is evolving. He's into... now a supervisor. He's, he, <laughs> he's growing a second head. He can take two calls at once. He took that in very different directions. <laughs> Much like the two heads of Terry. Terry, use small talk. It's not very effective. It never is. <laughs> no. Because no one does small talk on the phone if you're actually calling someone. Mm. You call, you say your piece, and then you hang up. You get out. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> nice. We've said our piece. We're going to get out. We're going to get out via the medium of But Better. This is the section of the show where we take our own ideas. These aren't problems. These are things we think are missing. Maybe things that could be improved, things that would tweak your life, give you an extra bump. Just, you know, make the, the day-to-day, the grind, just that little bit easier. I've got a hat here. Got some suggestions from Tom and Oscar. They're kind of brand ideas for their new products that we need in our lives this day. Pitch Sift. That would be me. Cool. Again, as a lot of mine have been recently, I feel like this starts out as a simple, simple issue resolution. Sounds are annoying sometimes. <laughs> Let me elaborate. Please, please do. I've used the example of a fly for previous but better. Mm. I was using the facilities at a restaurant and there was a fly in the bathroom. And it wasn't so much of an issue. It was quite a big high ceilinged room. But the sound of the fly, it was a big, uh, big chunky guy, was really unsettling. I couldn't relax at any point because the buzz of it would just come in and out of my you know, peripheral hearing. So his buzz was killing yours. His buzz was killing mine. And it wasn't landing on me or anything, but it was coming close to my head so I couldn't ever get fully settled. And that's my time. That's my... That's my special moment. That's my special moment. That's my safe space. So the fly was ruining it. And then you can apply the same thinking to... For instance, I live on quite a busy road. And so there are quite frequently sirens or loud motorbikes going past the window. And it makes it quite hard to just fully relax because they will pop in and out. Okay. I'm not suggesting earplugs because that gets rid of all the sound. I want to hear some stuff. You're suggesting selective earplugs. I'm suggesting a way to get rid of frequencies, sounds, pitches and tones that you don't want, but keep the ones you do. I like this a lot. It's... Like like panning for gold, sifting. Or yeah. sieving even. Sieving. Pitch sieve is a bit less elegant, I think. <laughs> But that's, uh, so are you thinking something that's ear-mounted or something that's a bit more external? This is where you guys come in. That was okay. that's, uh, I, that's what I want. How do I get it? See, I immediately I had Joel's issue of uh, if this is ear-mounted, we could do it. But at the same time, I like to think of this having two tiers. Because mm. ear-mounted, it will kind of work, but the effective range of it won't be amazing. And it will also kind of be a touch spotty in terms of what you can get. But it'll be a good starter point. What you could then do is, if you like where that is going, invest in basically a home defense version of this. Kind of almost force field around your residence, like emanating from essentially a Wi-Fi router kind of system. Yeah. Yeah. So that your home is your fortress. And that's much more effective at blocking those kind of noises. Okay. Because I was thinking things fitted on Windows. Ooh, nice. Okay. So maybe just a sieve on your window. (laughs) A big sound sieve. A big sound sieve. The, the big, scary motorbike noises can't get through, but the tweety little birds can. I, w- I don't want it to seem like I'm scared of the noises. <laughs> big, I, scary fly in the room. Look, I'm a big boy. I can get by. I just don't want the fly in my area. That's all. Maybe it's not a case of taking the sound out of your space, but a way of 
encouraging you to appreciate the sound of it. So maybe it remixes it on the fly. Oh, that's actually more manageable. Tracks, I like that. Maybe it um, pitches it in such a way that it sounds pleasant to you. Mm. Okay, so it's essentially auto-tune for, for sound. It makes something unpalatable much more palatable. Yeah. So... That I actually really like because cancelling the sound and keeping everything else clean, not an amazingly easy thing to do. This, however, we could do this easily. You could vocode that motorbike yep. and turn it into a lovely chord that just passes by your house. Just, your whole life is an Imogen Heap song. Just constant traffic gets turned into a lovely little jazz chord progression that goes yeah. along. A fly, that could get turned into a glockenspiel. Okay. Now, back to my early scenario... If I'm the bathroom. using the bathroom, I can hear a glockenspiel. <laughs> my immediate, my immediate thought is that a cartoon skeleton is coming to get me. Mm. I mean, yes, true. That's the only logical explanation for that. Um, okay, maybe not a glockenspiel. However, it's a good start. But good I start. think glockenspiel as as an instrument. <laughs> Somehow more unsettling than a fly. I okay. take the fly over a glockenspiel in the toilet. <laughs> I get that very. I, I get that a lot. Okay, in that case, let me run a few examples past you, and you come up with Wait, what you think. what you think would be the most apt replacement. Yeah, we can either replace it or we can add to it. Yeah, so we or can add, like, add some drums or yeah. you know add add some harmony behind it, that kind of thing. Okay, so number one, angry neighborhood dog. But I don't want a dog in the toilet. Oh, you're talking about? Okay, no, we're <laughs> off the toilet. <laughs> Get out of the toilet! I'm just, this isn't <laughs> replace a fly with an angry dog. Okay. No. <laughs> that makes no sense at all. This is... I thought we were fixing my a, toilet problem. situation. <laughs> we're warming up with some other prompts and we'll come back to the fly. Yes. Okay, okay. So there's okay. an angry neighbourhood dog outside. What yeah. we've got is quite a relatively percussive, quite predictable sound. Quite low end though, quite meaty. Quite boomy. But regular, like Joel said. It's, yeah. It tends to be in a rhythm. So do we just like throw some delay on it? And some like little chorus effects and stuff and make it kind of spacey. Or you've mentioned the phrase percussive, rhythmic, regular, low end. Okay. So That's we a add... kick drum. Okay, cool. So we turn it into a house track. Yeah. Because oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. I think that could work. Add in a few little top lines and you're sorted. Cool. There's a lot of Facebook dudes doing precisely that and getting lots of exposure and, you know, views and stuff for it. Exactly. Yeah. There's some way there must be some way to automate what they're doing. There's clearly a market for it. It doesn't have to be perfect. No. Because people, if they've invested in this and they're getting some benefit from it, I think they'll, they'll have a little bit of slack. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that would work, actually. They, maybe they can be our app developers. Maybe we hire everyone who's ever done yeah. a pizza delivery guy remix video. So yeah. I, and just I've, get them in. I've got another suggestion. Okay. In my block of flats today, mm -hmm. the fire alarm was not going off, mm. but it had some fault and it was just a constant high-pitched okay. sound for about three hours. Interesting. Which I couldn't quite hear in my room, but I could hear it everywhere else in the flat. Yeah. So I retreated to my room. But if I needed to be downstairs in the kitchen, in the lounge, something like that, I don't know what I would have done. Okay. So what would you do to fix that, do you think? Angel chimes. You know, the, the kind of like dream sequence sound. Yeah. I, I really like that. That okay. is the addition. And then the way you treat the original sound is lots and lots of reverb. Okay. Uh, and and put an octave stack below it so it's not just high pitched. Yeah, because it, so it, it was a low the, it was the shrillness too. that was getting so it to me. That combined with angelic kind of harp and chimes, yeah. suddenly mm. it's a heavenly landscape. Yeah, you, it's going to be like walking into that room and rather than going, oh, from putting your fingers in your ears, you're going to walk into that room and feel serene. That's, yeah, at that point it's basically like 
It's the like first a, sit down after a long shift. Yeah, it's like a spa. But in audio form. Yeah, it's a spa. It's exactly it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's a spa, spa soundtrack. Okay, cool. Um, let me just think of one more suggestion real quick. Um, all right, simple one, but by far one of the most annoying sounds in the world. And I know Oscar's going to tense up the moment I say it. Car alarm. Oh. <laughs> this road... <laughs> this is the, the one con... Or the, the one major con of living in a front room. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There, there was a point last summer where I don't know where it was on this road. Because back back when I lived in this house that we're recording from now. Behind the scenes. Oscar used to live in this house. I, there's a hot take for you. Uh, there was a car alarm that went off. It started going off at about 10 a.m. and wouldn't stop going off until about 10 p.m. every single day. And this was during the point where I was I was at home the entire time and was trying to write and record music. That became impossible because every time you stop making any sound, you just hear endlessly. So you've got this gradually rising, falling, rising, falling tone that you never get to settle on because it's not a solid thing. Like with a fire alarm, alarm, it's usually one note. It doesn't go up and down. And with a dog, it's one note. So with a car alarm and it's going constantly up and down, how do we turn that into something nice? I like the concept that you said what really angered you the most about it was no closure. Yeah. So I think what you do is add a perfect cadence every three or four seconds. Dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) turn it into turn it into a show tune exactly that a little bit of jazz bit of syncopation pizzazz that up failing that just replace the sound of the car alarm with a trombone (laughs) yeah because that that suddenly switches from irritating to hilarious that's true suddenly everything you do has a lot of clumsiness and it kind of it will capture your mood in such a way that it feels like the alarm's not against you anymore. It's kind of with you in the fact that the noise is a bit annoying. Yeah, no, that's true. It's it's, Oh, oh, look at me. But this is frustrating. And you go, you know what? Yeah, it is. You get me, car alarm. Mm. I think think that might be the best option on that, to be perfectly honest. The idea of not quite completely changing the sound, but changing the the fact that there's no resolution. Changing the intent. Changing the intent of noise, I think, is really where pitch sift is going to come into its own. Okay, so we're warmed up now. Let's come back to the fly. Okay, our final hurdle, our white whale, as it were. So the fly is basically a, a zzz kind of sound. Yeah. Zzz. Yeah. It's, I think it, that's it's erratic, like yeah. more so than any of the other things we've mentioned, because it has dogs have free will, but <laughs> the fly, unlike the humble dog, has free will in all of its decisions. <laughs> the fly is a far greater sentient being than the average humble dog. You did describe dogs as one note animals earlier. <laughs> Well, the, the, the note is barking. <laughs> the, oh, it's A, B, C, D, E, F, bark. The classic musical scale. Yeah. Bark had had his way, that's what it was. <laughs> In another life. Oh, dear. The, um, okay, so I think you're right. The thing that's most annoying about the flight isn't the sound or the pitch. It's the fact that the volume is constantly rising and falling. Constantly yeah. rising and falling. The volume is constant rising for yeah. and ever so often it will stop giving you a brief hint of what your life could be like. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what we do is number one, we compress it so the sound is completely even throughout. So there's no more peaks and troughs. That's okay. stage one. It's easier to manipulate them, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So we freeze it in time, basically. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we time freeze this. Record it at its loudest point, loop yeah. that bit. So you've just got air yeah. constantly. Now we can work with it. Filter, um, filter it down, turn it into whale song. 
Oh, yes, that's perfect. Okay, so we, we record it in, we loop it a, a bunch, and we just low-pass it to the Slow point where... Low-pass yeah. it. Well, you think about it, though. Now I'm actually, like, thinking about it. Whale song is, in itself, erratic. It's not a solid note. It's... Like, in the background of just, like, some kind of... Well, ocean noises. So... Usually. Usually. So let's pipe in ocean noise. That's that's a relaxing pee all of a sudden. Pipe in ocean noise. It's going to help you go. It will. Mm. And then if you just pitch the fly down and then put a low pass on it, then you'll only hear like this kind of sound from it. Then I guess it's better. Oh, that's far better. I think that's much better. That's way yeah. better than the ocean sounds, like... particularly. Yeah, will convince you that it's actually a whale. I think the only thing, uh, the only thing that I'm a bit disconcerted by, but the, we can't really fix this. It's the trouble. Is you're very relaxed. You're incredibly serene and peaceful. And then the fly like lands on you, but emitting the sound of that of a whale. Is that not one of the weirdest experiences you have that You've day? You've got to keep the volume low or it's going to just blow your mind because then you're <laughs> going to fool yourself into thinking that this one small fly is capable of tremendous volume. <laughs> yeah, that is true. The experience I'm referring to was stressful enough as it was without thinking this was some kind of hyper-powered fly. <laughs> and we're saying these are like ear implants. The, I, kit is, the kit is an ear implant or a headphone or something that isn't filtering out noise Yeah, that makes sense. as a whole. Yeah. It's just adjusting noise coming in. I think what it does as well is it, it, it does its best with, with presets, but sometimes um, it might not do so well. So it can mm. link to an app on your phone where you can say, was this noise helpful? And you say, no, and it'll try a different approach next time. Okay. Or yes, and add to your bank of favorites. Or maybe it gives you certain control over it. So you can oh. pick from a, from a set of, okay, do we want to make this more rhythmic? <laughs> I'm feeling... Do we want to make this more... Bluesy. I'm feeling Latin today. Let's I'm feeling Latin. Let's throw on some. And it would be perfect. There you go. Yeah. And if, so, you, if you live in like a busy city, you can stick it on shuffle and give yourself a refreshing experience every time you leave the house. <laughs> oh great. God, I'm not sure I'd want to do shuffle and just uh, accidentally end up on Halloween it's mode. It's stuck on tuba. Everything <laughs> is comical. This, oh, what this have I done? added benefit of it. It'll give the IQ effect of if you're making the sounds or you feel like you're making the sounds yourself, you're contributing to how they sound. Like we said earlier, it's not going to be perfect. But if people feel like they're the ones that have made it, there's that sense of pride where they're like, I changed yeah. this sound. I did this song. So it's okay. I think I think we fixed that. The one downside to me is, as you know, music producer is my job, basically 90% of people already think they can do it. If we give them an app where we've basically told them they have, mm. <laughs> that's going to be a frustrating experience. Yeah, but... No one's trying to release this noise. Unless. Track one, dog. Track and two, dishwasher. I mean, we could have a kind of like streaming service built on the back of it of releasing your favorite remix noises. So you live stream whatever it is you're listening to that day and turn it into a solid 24-hour recording. <laughs> I mean, 24-hour streaming things are all the rage at the moment. Yeah, we've got Pitch.TV. We'll be fine. Yeah, sorted. I love it. Pitch.TV. There you go. Beautiful. Pitch Sift is lovely. Thank you, Oscar, for Pitch solving the world's ear ills. <laughs> ear ills. <laughs> the most stilted you, thing I you, could have said. You're saying eels? <laughs> yes, thank you for solving you all the like world's eels. a northern eels. man who's forgotten the letter G and is trying to say eagles. <laughs> ear ills. <laughs> oh, shit, an eel. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever described me better. There we go. I think that brings us pretty smoothly to the end of the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed what we've created today, <laughs> what we've done, what we've wrought, <laughs> then uh, please do share it around. We, word of mouth is the best way to make people do things. And what we want you to make them do is to listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> is there a way of making that sound less insidious? No, 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 no. That's perfect. We want to be in control via podcast. <laughs> this is our coup. This is our coup. We're staging a takeover. Who's up? Who's up for it? Wait, show of hands. Cool. No one put their hand no, up. Absolutely nobody. Nice. Have a good evening, everybody. Or morning, or whenever you're listening to this. The beauty of time-independent podcasting. Please, please share it around. We want to help as many people as possible and we want to enlist as many people as possible to the podcasting course. <laughs> to the coup. <laughs> to the coup. And if you'd like to be drafted to the podcasting coup, you can find us on Twitter at FWScast or First World Solutions on Facebook. Send us a message through either of those or tweet with the hashtag First World Problems or First World Solutions. We have a look at all of them before the show every week so we can try and find the... Uh, juiciest issues to really sink our teeth into if you're listening to us on itunes don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for us as well that really really helps beautiful but in the meantime thank you so much for listening i've been joel i've been oscar i've been tom no problems no problem i'll cut, we'll cut <laughs> that together later <laughs>